Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Show and a good Friday evening to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I hope you have uh, weekend plans. If not, hold up right now. I have plans for you tomorrow. You, my friends, are going to go to the Atlanta Improv to see my next guest, Joey Diaz, in studio here. And you're at the Improv this week. Two shows tomorrow night, 8 and 10. Joey, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, sir. You are the most professional DJ <laughs> I've worked with in the last 10 years. I really? love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're is, sharp. Is it because I'm wearing a tie and makeup? Is that no, no, no. <laughs> just because you're just making it happen quickly. You don't play games. I like uh, that. Joey, I, you've had an amazing amount of success recently. Um, and, you know, I looked at your IMDb page, and you've been in everything. Like, name a show. You've been on it. I try. I try. I you, try. You, you must be the hardest working man in show business right now. No, I try, yeah. And I got a two-year-old, and I'm 52. No, good for you. My wife's 46, so my hands are full, Is Jack. Is your first kid? Pretty much, yeah. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. So, here's the deal. I'm 41. Right. I don't have kids yet. My right. wife's 31, and I'm trying to push the issue like, hey, we need to do this before I become an old dad. You're an old dad. I'm How's old that working dad. out? It's tough, but you know, it's it's changed everything. It's yeah. thrown a, 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 a wrench into everything. You know, sure. I don't leave the house unless I'm picking up an envelope. Now. <laughs> it's not more important than me playing with that kid. You know, but they, but they say parenthood's a young man's game. Uh, you know, are you able to hang as you know at your advanced age with a two year old? I'll tell you what, man. I could I take it to the park. You know, I mm -hmm. do stuff with her every day. They get bored. They get bored. <laughs> the kid you know? gets bored. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not flying out of buildings <laughs> and stuff like that when I was when I was 21. You uh -huh. know? So I have her somewhere three days a week. I have her in swimming programs and stuff. Oh, good. But for the most part, yeah, listen, you know, they're trying to weaken men. Like they tell you at 45, you need testosterone. <laughs> and that's a lie. That's a lie. They're yeah. just selling you debt. That's all they're doing. <laughs> if you focus, you could still make it work for you. We like, tried. I, I knocked her up at 48, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm not, uh, I wasn't going to the gym then. Yeah, I was, a little, I was slimming down and I was pumping a little iron, but not how I'm the working on now. The juice is still flowing. The juice is always yeah. flowing. You just got to wake it up. You just got to wake that savage <laughs> up from time to time. friend of mine, her father, knocked somebody up at 63. Knocked up the maid or something Picasso, 63. Picasso was a dad at 80. Yeah, you could still, yeah. yeah. 80. He didn't need 80. You don't even show up at the delivery room. You just send flowers. <laughs> like, here you go. I'm busy. From the home. You send flowers from the home. To right the to the home. Room, right yeah, FTD. Um, I'm actually pretty, I'm happy that 
You know, I've, I had friends that had kids when they were like 20, 20. I was not ready to be a Nobody dad was. Nobody is. That's crazy. And you make it work. Nobody's ready to be a parent at all. Ever. At no. Everybody wings it. You know, everybody yeah. reads these books. It's like anything else. You, you keep making spaghetti sauce till you get it right. <laughs> you know, and then you, uh, but as long as there's love and understanding, you know, you're cool. I mean, right or Make wrong. it happen. Uh, Joey Diaz in town at the Atlanta Improv this weekend. Tickets online at atlantaimprov.com. So you sound, to me, Italian, Joey, but you're actually Cuban. I'm Cuban, but I was raised in a very weird neighborhood okay. in North Bergen, New Jersey. It was all very Irish and Italian. So that That's North Jersey? North, yeah, right by so Lincoln So it's like Soprano's land. A little higher, okay. even more north. More I'm north. by I'm Hudson County. Okay. Yeah, that was in Somerset or something like that, in Hudson County, which is even more mobbed up. So I went to school in uh, Dutchess County, New York, okay. in uh, Marist and Poughkeepsie, and so I had a lot of North Jersey, Georgia, uh, North Jersey friends. Not North Georgia. That's a different culture right there. North Jersey. Uh, so hearing your accent is, you know, making me feel like I'm at home right now. When I was a kid, we used to go to a bar in Poughkeepsie called the Cuckoo's Nest. The Cuckoo's Nest. And on like Wednesday nights, they gave you 12 bottles of Budweiser for five bucks. <laughs> you would just, we would drive just to go nuts up there. They went out of business, but by the time I got to college, I, I never forget they had a Hindu door guy with a wig and my buddy got into a fight with him one night and hit an acid wow <laughs> that's a crazy story crazy things happen in poughkeepsie tremendous so are you were you born in cuba or are you yeah born? i was born in cuba so what what do you, what's your take on the on the cuban relations now that you know what's the deal i know there was a by the way i knew there was some type <laughs> of by the way they wanted that lung cancer treatment yeah that cuba devised or something i knew that he just didn't you know obama's on his way out all of a sudden he wants to make friends with cuba you know because it's kind of uh, split, right? Like the, the old guard uh, Cuban Americans are definitely opposed to this, but the younger Cuban generations like, why not? Let's do this. Well, I have a dear friend, Rudy Sarzo. He lives in my neighborhood. The mm-hmm. guy from uh, Ozzy's band. He's seventy something now. Wow. And I was talking to him when he was walking his little dog, and we were talking about Cuba. And he said he won't go back. Yeah. Because uh, the regime is still in there. I have a sister that got stuck there. My cousins are in the National Cuban Traveling Band. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I'm thinking of going back there and shooting a special. Why not? Like yeah. I was thinking of uh, going back there and reuniting with my sister and then shooting a special. So today I have a conference call today. I'm trying to get my passport. You know, I want to go back there and see what it's like. I want to go back there and jump in the ocean. Uh, I know it's going to, like I said earlier, they're going to turn it to death. Once the American corporations go in there, they're going to bring Starbucks and Old yeah. Navy. and Because it's kind of like a time capsule right It's now. a time capsule. It's a time capsule. All I know about Cuba is what I know from Godfather 2. Yeah. Basically, you know, Hyman Roth went down. They were going to do the casinos. And then, boom, revolution. Like, that's where I, I Fidel my... came in, took all their cash. Yeah. Fidel made off with 250. Batista made off with 250 million. Crazy. Maya Lansky made off with... The... Maya Lansky didn't leave empty-handed <laughs> either. You know, that Jew pucked up some Exactly. Dough, right? Jew's and nugget. Jew's nugget. That's I right. Love, that's I love I Maya Lansky. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh... Yeah, they made some money. I would watch that special. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I'm going to try. And I would, you're right, though. Before the American corporations to get down there and you get the Starbucks and the strip malls, I want to go down and see what it's like right now and, and see what, you know, Havana is like before it gets, you know, Americanized. You know, way before this generation, Jacques Cousteau, the people who remember Jacques Cousteau, I mean, he, he's dead and buried by now, but Jacques <laughs> Cousteau went to Cuba uh-huh. 30 years ago. And I'll never forget that he stopped the boat to show how clear the water was 200 yards from the beach because no commercial boats you weren't allowed to fish or anything 
people need to see that to yeah. go wow that's what happened you know people really need to see that if you walk 100 yards you can see your Crystal fungi clear. toenail straight <laughs> through the water you can see a little fungi toenail you know it's little things like that that are and you know like i said i want to go back to i want to reunite my sister mm -hmm. i'd like to see my sister uh, I have cousins. When was back the last there? time you saw her? When I left in '66. Wow! Because she was supposed to come, but and after the school season was over, after the mm -hmm. school year was over, but by the time the school ended, Fidel wasn't letting anybody out. Oh man! And a couple of years later, my mom died. So I lost relations with my sister for years. That's I lost contact with my family for years. They came to L.A. to record an album. My cousins, and they saw my name on the the thing at the improv and they walked into the improv and they had the manager from the improv call me at home and that's how I reunited they with said my cousins. They said, hey, your cousins from Cuba are here. Are here. And so th that's almost 50 years, Joey, you haven't seen your sister. 50, 50 years. years. 50 years. That's insane. And that, you got to make this happen. No, I have to make this happen. Yeah. So I've already spoken like uh, Billy Corbin. He did the U and uh, uh, Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah. I've had him on the podcast. And he'll take the ride down to Cuba with me and film me reuniting with my uh, sister. You know, I, I just reunited with my one cousin. She might defect and she's going to be the new shot day. I mean, she's, she's <laughs> really? badass. Yeah, her and my cousin are really good musicians. Very cool. My, but those people live like kings in Cuba. Yeah. You know, like they live like kings. Everybody else lives like uh, they're in the national band. They opened up for uh, Chris Cornell when he was there. They opened up for Ozo Motley. They did the Yes. They opened up for Yes. You know, in fact, the guy died last week from Yes, didn't he? Way to bring us down. Thanks, Joe. What are you going to do? People come, <laughs> I was going to have go. him on the show next week. Now he's dead. No, Elvis uh, is dead, too. What are you going to do? So here in Atlanta, worldwide headquarters of CNN, they've, they've been able to go on press passes to go to Cuba for a long time. And uh, I used to have a connection there, and he would, this guy would bring me back Cuban cigars all the time. Uh, uh, daily, yeah. And, and so I used to swap those out. Back in the, uh, the Lenny Wilkins days of the Atlanta Hawks, I used to trade... Uh, Lenny, a box of Cuban cigars for courtside seats. <laughs> so I, I'm working at a cigar store making $8 an hour, and I'm sitting in $500 courtside seats at the Hawks games because Lenny hooked me up because I gave him Cuban cigars. So uh, that is, that's going to be interesting. There's a lot of things. When, when Cuba opens up, the cigar business, obviously, Major League Baseball, like the baseball players in Cuba are, are historically amazing. It's going to be curious to see what goes on. I was terrible at baseball. Really? Yeah, I wasn't good at all. Like Any athletic capabilities at all? No, yeah, I liked football. I mm -hmm. played hoops in high school. I just, baseball just wasn't me. All right. I you sure you're Cuban? Yeah, yeah, I tried it. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're Italian, Once Joey. I went to the city, I started shooting a hoop. I played a little stickball. But I wasn't that good in baseball, so right. I just moved on. Understood. All right, so you mentioned a podcast. I know folks are going to go see you tomorrow night at Atlanta Improv. Tell me about the podcast for a second. Well, the podcasting world has blown up. Like I was telling Stan, like, I was done a couple of years ago when I started a podcast with this girl named Felicia Michaels, a great comic. She won Star Search. And like four months in, I did this show at this place in Hollywood on a Sunday night. And I was running late, and the guy called me. He's like, hey, man, you better hurry up. There's like 100 people here. And I go, why are you lying to me for? Yeah. There's no 100 people. He goes, I'm telling you. They all paid, and they're at the door waiting. <laughs> so this podcast thing started something. So, yeah. uh... The name of my podcast is The Church of What's Happening Now. That's the one I do now. I do it twice a week with the Flying Jew, Lee Syatt. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 just us talking. Sometimes you talk about music, food. And it's just, you know, you riffing, 
No commercials? No, just... we have our own commercials. We do our own commercials. Oh, good, good. Yeah, good. we do everything from How long does the average podcast last? An hour and a half to two hours, depending on how stoned we get. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm like, technologically, I don't know what's going on. So so if I want to download your podcast, what, how do I you do You go to that? iTunes. I just sign up and it's free. And what's the name of it again? The Church of What's Happening. The now. Church of What's Happening. All right. Uh, can you hang out one more second? Yeah, I got nothing All else right. to do. All right. Joey Diaz. Coco. Coco. Do you get offended if people don't throw the Coco in there? No, I don't All care. Right. Joey Coco Diaz, the Cuban wonder. Uh, in studio here in the Mark Aram Show. He's at Atlanta Improv this weekend. Tickets available online at AtlantaImprov.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. If you don't know me by now, I doubt you'll ever know me. I never won a Grammy. I won't win a Tony. But I'm not the only MC keeping it real. When I grab the mic to smash around, my girls go ill. Check the time as I rhyme. It's 1995 whenever I arrive. The party gets live. Flow with the master rhyme. As I leave behind a video rapper. You know the Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show at your beck and call till midnight every Monday and through Friday here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Joey Diaz in studio. His uh, his accent makes me nostalgic. You sound like my dad a little bit. My dad's from Rockaway and he's got a little bit of your accent or you have a little bit of his however you want to do back it. and forth yeah but my dad's not on Twitter and will never be but you have quite a following on Twitter yes sir that's that's I'm yes, impressed sir. I, I looked started you up. from scratch and uh, it's funny people are like buy people to follow and stuff and for me it was just I get up early yeah I'm gonna get up early anyway I get huh. up like at 530 I feed the cats I clean the litter boxes <laughs> I make some coffee uh-huh. you know and they jump on Twitter and then I smoke a number and jump on Twitter. <laughs> Are you set for the weekend, by the way? Do you need my guy? No, I'm good for right, the weekend. You, you know right. me. I don't play games. I get, I get, I, I use UPS. They're my smuggler. There you, go. you get to the hotel, the package is waiting for you. You, you know you what I'm go. saying? Very cool. Jose Diaz, we have something for you. <laughs> I don't even know nobody in Atlanta. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so folks want to follow you on Twitter. Which, where, where, what's your handle? Mad Flavor. M-A-D. M-A-D-F-L-A-V-O-R. It's too early to be spelling. Mad flavor. <laughs> well, you know, the kids sometimes spell flavor, flavor, yeah, not no, flavor. No, no, no. So, at Mad Flavor. I don't flavor. text either. I don't do none of that stuff. Really? No. All right. I'm old school. You want to text you a me cell phone? for a booty call. If not, it's business. <laughs> don't be texting. You have a cell phone, though? Yeah. All right. You just How don't text you? with it. Oh, I don't even, I ignore them. You're on Twitter, though. I mean, if you tweet, you should be getting texted. Yeah, but I don't tweet when I'm out of the house. Just in the house. That's it. Cleaning cat litter. Life is going by. Your ISIS is dropping bombs, <laughs> and you want to be on your phone like a Momo walking on the street, drinking your little Starbucks coffee like you're Johnny Cool, and then you cry later when you're missing a leg, running a race with a hook. Yeah, exactly. You know? Then I got I've got to feel bad. No, pay attention. We're distracted society. Yeah, we're distracted. And then when right. things go bad, we get mad at everybody. Put the phone down. All right, put I'm your not phone on Instagram. Down. I'm not on Instagram either. Just Twitter. Just Twitter, Facebook. That's it. I don't play games. All right. Well, distract yourself from troubles tomorrow night. Atlanta Improv. Obviously, you're going to go see him now. He's hilarious. He is Joey Diaz, the Cuban sensation. That's right. Did I just dub that? Was that the... Whatever you want to do. All right, Joey. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for the News, weather, traffic. Next, this is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. 
The Mark Aram Show melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great Friday Eve. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. In studio now, not just one amazing guest, but two amazing guests. Fred Schneider from the B-52s and radio legend and my buddy, Merritt Davis, joining me on a Friday Eve. How are you guys? Great. Oh my God. (laughs) The last time we were on air together, Mara, was probably Clark's, Clark's Christmas Kids last year, right? Yes, and I love Clark Howard oh so very much. I really miss him in the midday. Anyway, yes, I (laughs) did see you there at Clark... Clark's Christmas Kids. Yeah, it's a fabulous cause. It is. Fred, you would love this cause. Yeah, well, well, let me know. You're invited, Fred. Okay, at the Walmart in December. At Walmart? <laughs> yes, oh, many okay. area Walmarts. Uh, Fred, Fred, obviously uh, world renowned for being the front man for the world famous band, the B52s, a band that I uh, grew up absolutely adoring. So this is like. A very cool experience for me. First well, thank off, you. thanks for taking the time to come in. My pleasure. And why the heck are you here? Why are you talking to little old me? Um, well, because you're a major personality. <laughs> and um, um, I actually had America's Mart uh, promoting my coffee, Fred's Monster Blend. Yes, and you brought, some, you brought coffee in. And these are uh, unground coffee beans, Fred's Monster Blend. And they smell absolutely divine. Yes, it was roasted just a couple of days ago. Tell, tell me about your coffee line and, and how you got into coffee. Uh, well, this friend of mine, uh, Rick Coven, who's been going to Southeast Asia for more than 20 years, mm-hmm. since he was r- really young, um, doing uh, organic cotton t-shirts and this and that. He sold his company, but he fell in love with Laos. And um, so the coffee is Fred's Monster Blend, and it's grown in Laos, and it's roasted outside of Orlando and Delan. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked me if I wanted to do a line of coffee. I said, Sure. And he sent eight bags of coffee. I didn't like any of them on their own, but I put two together and came up with my blend. So you blended yourself. So are you a coffee <clears throat> fanatic like I am? I I do like coffee in the morning. <laughs> in the morning. I like coffee more. With my schedule. Three there, cups. At I'm, least. Uh, I have probably four cups in the morning before the morning news. Or through the morning news, not before the morning news. And then two cups at night um, wow. before this show. So I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to... To doing this and grinding it and brewing it. And right now it's available online at community communityroaster.com. Communityroaster.com. Is this your first like business venture outside of the music world? It uh, is. Are you excited? Yeah, no, I'm having a great time. Like I said, I'm at America's Mart. I have a booth and uh going to do a DJ set and signing and it, they've been very good to me, so, so and what, it's overwhelming. You go there and every it's 18 floors in one building. Yeah, that place is nuts. It's, it's crazy. And there's been, like, the traffic this week trying to get into Midtown has been 
just crazy because so many folks are heading into the mart for uh, well if, if Atlanta was on a grid system it'd be a little <laughs> yes. easier it, but unfortunately it's not <laughs> it now, is not now where you're from the area originally right no 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 I went to school in Athens oh you went to school yeah in I'm Athens. from New Jersey Kate and I are both from New Jersey where in Jersey I was born in Newark no kidding as we call it Newark Newark <laughs> that's yeah I'm, I'm from uh, Connecticut and oh, okay. a lot of friends up in Jersey so uh, yeah I spent uh, early in Belleville not Bellevue <laughs> so how did you get from Newark to Athens uh, well I wanted to be a conservationist and so naively I chose wildlife management as a major it's noble yes uh, <laughs> but that means how many deer and how many pine trees can you grow yeah. and so I realized, wait a minute, what am I doing? This is not about conservation. Because <laughs> I, I read this book, Wildlife in Danger, about mm -hmm. animals going extinct. So that just struck a chord with me. So, um, so you went but to I went, And then I was, went to uh, journalism school, and then okay. I dropped out. At UGA? UGA. Okay. And I loved Athens so much, um, I stayed. So we're talking to Fred Schneider from the B-52s. He's got a coffee uh, company now, Fred's Monster Blend. It smells delicious. I will try some as soon as this uh, interview is over because so, I don't want to sleep tonight, apparently. Um, so <laughs> you, you, you drop out of UGA, and you're in Athens, which is obviously a very cool, hip, musical town. Uh, not then. It wasn't then. No, oh, it was okay. uh, bar bands and uh, southern... Uh, Backfield in motion. What do you call that? Uh, beach music. Okay. And fraternity, you know, junk. So how did the B fifty? How did this start? How did this this musical juggernaut start? Um, I was visiting for Halloween one Halloween in '76, mm -hmm. and we just had nothing better to do after having drinks at a Chinese restaurant and jammed, and we came up with a song called Killer Bees. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, it's easy to tell the year because that's the year they got loose. <laughs> and so we had this song called Killer Bees. Yeah. And I was living in Atlanta, so I moved back to Athens. I said, you know, if we're going to do this, I'd rather live in Athens. And, you know, just as a hobby. And sure. I, I got my job back, except I was promoted to uh, meal delivery coordinator for Clark County that's, for, that's for a year. Fancy. And you, you gave that up for a music I career? had to give it up because we were traveling so much and I didn't want to, you know, leave them in the... It was the best job I ever had. I made 125 bucks a week. I was so excited. That's fantastic. So, so B-52s, uh, you, you form basically after getting drunk at a Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, and, tipsy. <laughs> tipsy. And, and, and where did it go from there? I mean, the, the discovery, uh, how were you discovered? Well, friends of mine were having a Valentine's Day party, and I said, oh, I'm in a band. Do you want us to play? And they said, sure. And so I went to the band. We didn't even have a name. I said, yeah. hey, you know, Julia and Gray want to have a party, and I said we'd play. So we came up, we had six songs, and everyone liked them, so we played them twice. And mm -hmm. then another people, people who were there had parties. And then finally, we went to Max's Kansas City with the tape, and they hired us one December, December 12, 1977. Wow. So that's quick. For, that's a year from start. Mm hmm. That's amazing. Well, just about anybody. I mean, my mother and tambourine could play on a Monday night at Max's <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> and then, so how did the, how did you get the name B fifty twos? I should know this, but I'm I'm usually oh, not very. Um, smart. Keith had a dream about a lounge band called the B fifty twos, and it featured a woman on uh, uh, Hammond organ with a big bouffant and some guy playing guitar. A dream. Mm -hmm. So that's how. They well, we used to terrorize all the lounges in Athens because mm -hmm. there's nothing else to do. So we, you know, if there was a lounge act. <laughs> 
Down, oh, we were obnoxious. We, pro- <laughs> we probably had some bad karma somehow. We, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the first big hit or the the first national notoriety or or spotlight it was Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. And what year was that? That was uh, seventy nine. We signed with Warners in seventy nine. They put it. Well, actually, it was the best selling independent single for seventy eight to seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Then we signed with Warners and they put it out. And what what was that and like? People thought it was too weird. From the humble beginnings of Newark to. Uh, uh, but now it's exciting, yeah. Because I was wound up washing pots and pans before we flew to the Bahamas to do the album. Because mm-hmm. I, I left my job at uh, Clark the County. Council on Aging, delivering <laughs> meals in Clark County. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe you gave that gig up. I mean, do you want it me to make a, some it was calls? A good one. <laughs> we're big in the Athens area. I can get you that gig back if you want. But we were like, we were able to do a, a benefit for the Council on Aging when we made it big. Oh, good. Yeah. So that you didn't burn a bridge there. No, no, no. All right, good. You can get back on your own. Fred Schneider from the B-52s in studio. He's at uh, the America's Mart uh, this week with his new coffee, uh, Fred's Monster Blend. Uh, delicious smelling coffee. And I'm just so in- intrigued by by a fantastic musical career. Again, Mary, you know more about music than I could ever even... You've forgotten more than I could remember. But I would think now, in 2015, it's tougher to be a musician than it was when when you were coming up. For, for And lay out my case. So when you were at your zenith of popularity, you sold albums, albums, CDs, people actually and tapes. bought stuff. Mm-hmm. Like kids these days, you know, they're downloading, they're pirating. Like no one sells albums anymore, really. Like, no, and they want they want to hear it on those crappy s- speakers on your computer. Yeah, exactly. They don't care. So like you were actually in in the golden age of music where you could actually make money by selling albums. Like Mira, how do how do musicians make money these days? Touring. Touring. Yeah. And, and lines of coffee. And swag. <laughs> Go to communityroaster.com. Yeah. Swag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, it's 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 true. I mean, it's like you have to be a brand. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a it's a show and it's a presentation. I think it is so much harder to be it's it's I think it's harder and easier to be an artist because you can get discovered quicker because sure. you can be a sensation on YouTube mm-hmm. and overnight an overnight success. Um, and you usually don't like any of them. That, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but the but key is how do you monetize that? It's really really hard, but I think it's with touring. I mean, it's like you know, Fred and I have known each other for so long. We talk about this all the time. Like he's. Every year he's like, I'm giving up touring. And every year it's like, oh. Well, I finally did. I mean, we're doing shows. We don't really tour. Yeah, but you're like, you were going to give it up. And now suddenly you're like, it's, I'm like, Fred, I'm looking at your schedule. You have like 18 dates this summer. Yeah. And you're like, I know. But why not, right? <laughs> I mean, why not? If it's if you still enjoy doing it yeah. and, and the people are still coming, then why not? Yeah, it's less stressful, it? especially if you know you don't have to do three in a row, two days off, three in a row, one yeah. day off, three in a row. Because it is a grind. Sure. I mean, you have to think about it. It's like you're going from the bus, you're going from city yeah. to city. It's not a glamorous yeah. life. I mean, it, it. I think it's different, and mm-hmm. you'd probably agree. When you're young and green, it's you're so excited. You just, yeah, you just love being on the road, and you don't care what you're sleeping in or doing or eating or drinking. But like us and yeah, radio in the are, beginning. Exactly. We would have done anything. Hard, yeah. Oh, you give me a free T-shirt? I'd love to come work for you. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Schneider from the B-52s and Fred's Monster Blend. Um, again, Mary, you were great. What's the website where we can get information about CommunityRoaster.com. CommunityRoaster.com. And how many different versions do we have, Fred? Uh, right now, uh, this is the basic Monster, uh, blend. monster blend. We're going to do a decaf and possibly some... Uh, 
uh, different uh, blends for, for the holidays, and I have a brochure I'll give you. Which, I've got it. I've got. Oh yes, I've with got the uh, right here. has the uh, the drinks I sort of came up with. Rodent in rum, Godzilla's mm. kiss, Yeti Friday, Monster Mash, Cafe Monster. <laughs> I love it. Well, it smells fantastic. Can you hang out another segment? Sure. All right. Fred Schneider from the B-52's Merritt Davis, my radio pal in studio. I'm on WSB. Oh, my God. Saturdays. Nifty 750. Well, you know, you were on Clark. Only with Clark, because Clark is, you know, my boyfriend. Clark's God. Yes. All right. Uh, We're going to come right back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, welcome back to the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show in studio. Um, one of my great friends, Mayor Davis, and now I'm going to assume uh, another one of my great friends. I'm taking that liberty. Fred Schneider from the B-52s, because I love your music and I love your coffee. Well, thank so. you. well anyone who buys my <laughs> coffee, I like. We're, we're best friends already. You mentioned uh, before before the break about the, the concerts. and Real quick, I know I didn't prep you for this, but is there one concert you've done that just stands out in your mind as like, that was fantastic? Well, I think we always kick butt but um <laughs> i guess we played uh for almost a million well uh, the policeman said it was a million people for earth day in 1990 i think it was 90 or 91 yeah and also rock and rio when we did rock and rio which is on youtube that was that was going down to brazil and taking a million jfk type limos to a helicopter <laughs> That's I still some, like that for Fred. You should yeah, see what's absolutely. doing outside. I saw the, the helicopter land where you got <laughs> Yeah, especially the, the old limos. <laughs> so what, all right, worst concert uh, experience. Do you, is there one that you were like, oh. Well, someone do, uh, dosed me with angel dust or something. What, whatever you, what? whatever makes you feel like you're about to die on stage. I, I forget what that Beatles? is because I didn't really ever <laughs> take it. <laughs> you know, someone just dosed something. Really? And you don't, you never caught the culprit? No, uh, say la vie, you know. <laughs> That's life on the road. <laughs> yeah. What, do you remember what, what city or what show it was? It was on Long Island at, at a college, I think. Long well, you know, those kids. You the know. Long Island Guido. Yeah. Gave you the Mickey. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, communitycoffee.com. Community Roasters. Of course. Community Roasters.com. Are you on social media, Fred? Do you do any of that kind of stuff? I have a Facebook page. Okay. I have two, I think. <laughs> yes, follow Fred Schneider, but I'm working on Fred to step up his social I'm gonna, media. I'll be doing Instagram and yes. and the coffee. We're going to do it from the coffee, too. I'm a Luddite. <laughs> I mean, I still write lyrics out by hand. So. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm working on him. By, by the way, you can follow me at Mary Davis. Yeah, I, I, yes. I was getting there. At Mary Davis. <laughs> and, and if you are into food like the Mark Armstrong listener is... You need to be following Mary Davis yes. and, and all her food stuff. Cause, and I'll be trying to get on again. I, I can't do it this Saturday, but, you know, in the future. Oh, yes, because I do. I talk food on TV and radio, yeah, and then we I'm talk excited. about that. And I'm the good vegetarian counterpoint. I'm pescatarian. Uh, what you are? Did yeah. you quit? Eight months now. Wow. Yeah. You know what? It's not that hard to do these days. It's I mean, not. if you eat, I think if you eat great ethnic food, you can really survive. And now there's so many tricks. Like, have you tried those Gardein fake chicken fingers? No. 
They're good. I basically eat seafood and pasta. Okay. <laughs> and All right. It, and an occasional. Well, vegetable. you look good. I mean, Thank I watch you, you on TV. I good morning. It. It's like Good Morning America, and then there's Mark <laughs> Aram, and then you're with the glamorous Karen Minton. She's my baby. And also. Brad Nitz, I have a crush on him too. Everyone does. Son of a Nitz, he's so good. He's so, he's like he's like a weather hottie. Yeah. Watch out, Sam Champion. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Mara, as always, a pleasure. Fred, so great to meet you. Thank uh, you. Let's do this again soon. Best yes. of luck on the uh, Monster Blend Community Roasters. What, no, Ro- no, S. no S. No S. I screwed it up. Community it's all right. It's Roaster. all right. Dot com. I'll tweet out the link. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. This and is we'll, we'll be uh, at the Fox Theater uh, October, October 30th. 30th for a big Halloween Scream concert. Oh, I'll be there. Yes. Sold. I'm playing tambourine. Oh, excellent. Fred doesn't know this I'll yet. play the spoons. <laughs> well, we do need a uh, dancer. Okay. I'll play the spoons. Okay. All right. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.